what ends up happening is a lot of the time they're kind of spreading peanut butter across the bread so that it's not really focused marketing. It's just kind of like we're on TikTok, we're on Instagram, we're on Facebook, we're doing blog posts, we're working with influencers, where well, probably most likely not, but like we're doing all of these things because that's what we should be doing, right? That's marketing. So we wrote some blog articles and we have to tell people about it. Let's post it across all social media. That's marketing. The problem with that is when they go back and look to see what actually happened, what were the results from that? The results are also very spread thin, like peanut butter on the sandwich. And then they don't really know what's working well because nothing is going to work well because you're not taking a focused and prioritized approach. My name is Anna Fermanov, and I'm the founder of Fermanov Marketing Consulting, and I'm also the host of the podcast Modern Startup Marketing. There's a couple more things that I do, but those are probably the most important for this episode. Hello, Hannah. I'm glad to have you here. Uh, we're here to discuss about prioritizing marketing efforts for startups, and I think that's one of your favorite topics, at least recently. So... What's with this uh, domain? Like, what's going wrong wrong with uh, startup, uh, especially early stage startup marketing efforts? Okay, let me tell you. Let me give you the laydown of what's going wrong, because this is something that I see over and over and over again. This is not new, and people that are listening in probably have some kind of connection to this as well. So, what I'm seeing is, in general, when startups decide to do marketing. It might look like marketing. It might look more like sales. When I give that question out, like, what marketing are you doing? Sometimes they say, well, we're sending out cold emails or we're doing cold outbound through phone calls. That's not marketing. But what ends up happening is a lot of the time they're kind of spreading peanut butter across the bread so that it's not really focused marketing. It's just kind of like we're on TikTok, we're on Instagram, we're on Facebook, we're doing blog posts, we're working with influencers, we're well, probably most likely not, but like we're doing all of these things because that's what we should be doing, right? That's marketing. So we wrote some blog articles and we have to tell people about it. Let's post it across all social media. That's marketing. The problem with that is when they go back and look to see what actually happened, what were the results from that? The results are also very spread thin, like peanut butter on the sandwich. And then they don't really know what's working well because nothing is going to work well because you're not taking a focused and prioritized approach. So that's the big problem. And I can tell you how to fix that <laughs> if you want. I'm highly related to what you described because having been a founder in the past, I have totally experienced that, like, like the huge number of choices and channels that the startup has. You don't know how to prioritize. You might know how to use some tools or how to engage some channels versus others. And you are lost in this like labyrinth of choices, like not knowing what to do, how to do it, what to prioritize. Like it's a mess. So how do we get out of this mess? The way to get out of this mess is to say, is to understand that you're in the mess. Just, you know, be honest and say, okay, we're in a mess right now. So first admit it. <laughs> and you'll know this because you will not be seeing results to pipeline from your marketing. You will not be seeing results to revenue from your marketing. Your marketing needs to drive that. Marketing needs to drive sales at the end of the day. So I want to back up a little bit because another thing that's really important before you pick your channels is you have to make sure that you've actually done the background 
and built the marketing foundation and cleaned up your house, so to speak. That's what I like to refer. So when you're prioritizing what to do with your marketing efforts, make sure you start with the marketing foundation. The marketing foundation is all about talking to, you know, obviously you want to do competitive analysis. You want to spend time understanding who else is out there. You want to start there as well, but you want to spend a lot of time with customers and doing voice to customer research and figuring out who is your target buyer, who loves you so much, why do they love you so much? What are the benefits? What's the value that your provide your product or service is providing? And have those conversations. And for B2B, I recommend having at least eight to 10 conversations, which could take an hour each. So it takes time. And then you pull out the signals and you're actually going to find out like, okay, I'm hearing a lot of this. These are the goals for this person, the challenges for this person. I understand them. I have empathy for them. What can we do now that we know this? Like, how can we make it more clear that with our messaging and positioning, now that we know that our super fan talks about us in this way and has this benefit. So that's cleaning up the house. And only then can you use that information, those insights, and start to then make the rest of your foundation built out? Your website, right? Your social media company pages, whatever else, wherever else you live online, and make it consistent. That's step two. And then step three is what everyone's like, okay, we have to create awareness for, you know, we've we've created our website, we've got our social media, we're ready, we built everything out. And now that's where we uh, were just talking about like, the challenge of spreading yourself thin across lots of channels. And the way to prioritize your top marketing channels is actually coming from those customer conversations that you originally had, where you ask them, hey, where do you hang out online? Like, are you on LinkedIn or are you on Snapchat? Do you follow any influencers? Do you listen to podcasts like this one, (laughs) right? Do you go to any events to stay in the know in like your area of work? And so you're not guessing. And that's what like a lot of marketing strategies, I don't know if a lot of them, but many that I've seen start from a place of internally, we want to do it this way. Internally, we want to create Google ads. Like we know we've got an expert on the team that can do that. Let's start the Google ads. Let's start the blogs. We got a writer on the team. Let's start writing blog posts. And people are going to just like, snap of the fingers are going to come to our website and start reading our blog posts. No, they're not. (laughs) I hate to say it, but it's going to be increasingly hard to create amazing content today to get people to come over to your website and read your blog post. But there are channels where it will be easier to create awareness, create demand for whatever your offering is. And that's what you need to prioritize because now you know, oh, okay, I talked to my customers. I know enough about them. I know where they hang out online and I know they're going to be on those channels. Pretty clear. So you are basically saying, listen to your customers, like first step, the messaging, then using the voice of customer, understand where they hang out and then focus your marketing activities in at least in the beginning in the channels where you know that your customers and your bigger fans are. Yes. So then you avoid that guesswork and then you can really double down your efforts in one or two channels that you know, because they all work. Like what I found is I work across different startups and help them with their growth marketing efforts is all the channels work if you double down on the ones where your target audience hangs out and not spread yourself thin. So what I can say after that is that so, and it's a trend uh, lately, at least in the in my feeds around the internet, is like you can start from non-scalable 
efforts, start and knowing better what you're doing, like validating your strategies, etc., before moving towards all these exciting scalable channels that everybody is looking for within the startup world, because everybody's looking for like the most scalable tactic they can identify to become a millionaire tomorrow. So you're basically saying start from non-scalable, right? Start from those hard things that nobody wants to do, because guess what? That's why I have clients. Like people don't necessarily want to or love to spend the time talking to other people, getting to know them like you're doing with the podcast, like how I have a podcast. I actually really like to get to know people, spend time talking to them, ask them specific questions. It's a skill. And then taking all of those answers and thinking strategically, like, what did I just hear? What was that common thread throughout those conversations? What actually matters? And then pulling those insights out. It's a key skill for any marketer, for any product marketer, right? It's essential. And that's where your backbone starts for all your other marketing efforts. So you gave me a great pass to ask the following. So when talking about growth marketing, you are involved in the growth marketing world, if I'm not uh, mistaken. So when talking about growth marketing, experimentation is a big part of this umbrella that uh, is implied under growth marketing. But what we're basically discussing right now, at least for early stage uh, startups, is that, you know, all these experimentation ideas, like with all these different tactics, shouldn't be like the first priority of an early stage startup. Like they could go first to the more boring and uh, customer driven activities. And like maybe at a later stage, they can experiment with new channels and identify that big opportunity that they might be missing in the beginning. Do I perceive it right? Like you are basically saying that at early stage startups, like growth marketing, at least under the context of experimentation is not the best choice. So how do you define growth marketing? Because for me, it's like marketing is anything you can do to grow customers. And growth is like what you want for your business. Are you talking about paid performance? Actually, this is a very like um, difficult term for me to define. I listened to this um, definition earlier in the day and I'm repurposing it uh, in our discussion. So under your definition, that's not relevant. So. It doesn't matter. You know, p- marketers love to create these buzzwords. And to me, it like it all kind of comes down to whether you call it demand generation for B2B or growth marketing, which is more likely for B2C. And some people are like, I'm a there's so many different names and I can't think of like, but really marketing is marketing. So what whatever term you want to use. Oh, growth hacker. Hate that term. Horrible. There's no hack, okay? Like you have to really understand how marketing works and then do the hard work. And it takes time, right? And so my my expertise is in organic. Organic takes time. Organic, I personally believe it's it can be harder because there's not that like, oh, we just did something and then we saw that the customer acquisition cost went down and like the, this, the, this test did better than this one. Like there's not that immediate understanding of what's happening to the numbers with organic growth, organic marketing. And so it's a long play and you have to get good at reading the signals. So that's kind of, that's where I dabble. Getting rid of all these marketing buzzwords is actually helpful, especially for early stage startups. I was, I used to be like terribly lost in that uh, area, like demands and leads and email marketing, growth marketing, 
uh, growth hacking. Like I was even looking, Googling for the definition. So let's move everything to the side and just stay with what we understand from what you explained. Except one thing, I will say that there's a big difference when companies come to me and saying, I'm looking for someone to help me with lead gen. I say, I'm sorry, that is not what I help with. I help with the full funnel because I truly do believe that marketing should impact sales. You should not think about marketing as just top of the funnel because what ends up happening is generating leads is great, but it's only part of the sales process. So marketing should really tie into the whole entire funnel What from creating demand at the top of the funnel to the middle. How do you nurture people? How do you get them to like continue to be excited about you, interested in you, keeping in touch with you, even if you're not the right product for them at this particular moment moment in time, and then become a customer. And then after they're a customer, they love you so much because you create such a great experience that they want to tell people about. That's where marketing is touching as well. So it should be the full funnel. It's not just there is a big difference when people say lead gen versus demand gen. I that automatically rings a bell of like, yeah, clear difference. But everything else, yes, you're right. I totally agree with what you just said. And if you allow me to add, like all the departments of the company somehow add to the revenue in the end, like retention, customer success, everything gets in the mix. So yeah, it's not like just acquisition that we are all so obsessed with. Anyway, last question because we want to keep it short. Favorite tool lately and favorite book, whatever it could be. Oh, you, you caught me off guard any, there. If any. <laughs> you know, I just love Trello. Like I'm in Trello and I love how it organizes everything for me. And I'm in the, like, I have three Trellos open because I have one for the, uh, for my own like client work. And then I have one for podcast production and I have one for video clips production and it just organizes the heck out of my life. I don't know. I think when, when HubSpot will create a really good app, because I just want to use HubSpot as an app, it's not there yet. Like it's not as easy to use for me. Then I'll lo- say that I love HubSpot too. I think everybody, everything should just be like super usable in the app format, like when you're on the go. And favorite book, uh, The Alchemist. Like I love that book. Have you read it? It's no, fiction. but uh, I know what it is. It's great. And then for nonfiction, I read a lot of, obviously I read, I read fiction because it gets me out of the marketing and business world. You need to get out of there sometimes to get more creative, but I still like reading nonfiction. And currently I'm reading cash advertising. It's an oldie, but I never read it and it was highly recommended. So cash advertising and, um, Hey Whipple squeeze this. It's more about, um, writing that, propels people to take an action. So getting better at that. Thank you very much, Anna, for sharing all these insight and answering all these uh, questions across this episode. And I hope that our listeners will enjoy uh, their time with you as much as I did. Thank you so much. This is great. Thanks for listening to this weekly episode of Modern Startup Marketing. People call me the Marie Kondo of startup marketing because I help VC-backed early stage startups clean up their marketing mess to uncover more joy and revenue. For those startups that have already built their marketing foundation and have been testing different marketing plays but just aren't satisfied with the traction that they're seeing, I created the marketing audit and roadmap offering. At the end of your custom audit, you'll get a custom roadmap with improvement opportunities for the next three to six months so that you can finally put the missing pieces in place to start seeing more traction and stop spending time and money on the wrong things. 
You can learn more about it by visiting my website, fermanovmarketing.com slash pricing. And also please don't forget to leave a review if you're enjoying the show. 